Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, a podcast devoted to helping you take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. This, my friends, is episode number 485, and I am your host, Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast answer man. And in this week's episode, we're going to talk about injecting more of you into your podcast and, well, maybe whether you should or should not do it. Of course, I'm not going to tell you what you should do, but I want to share with you some feedback that I recently got from Liz Fulcher. Now, Liz is the host of the Aromatic Wisdom podcast, and she sent me this message. She says, hi, Cliff. I have been binging on your podcast episodes, and I am so inspired in a way I hadn't expected. I began listening initially for golden nuggets on podcasting, and I got so much more. I didn't realize how much you share about yourself, your life, and your ideas. I'm inspired because I hold all of that back on my podcast, and I try to deliver just the facts, ma'am, and do share a bit about me, but I felt like I might be taking advantage of their attention to do so. That's my favorite part of your episodes, with an exclamation mark. Being in someone's ear is a highly intimate medium, and I now see how it lends itself to being personal. I'm going to begin to add more and more bits of Liz into my podcast episodes. Thanks for giving, giving, giving. I'm considering your podcast course, but I've been podcasting for one and a half years, and though I have a ton to learn, I'm not an absolute newbie. Blessings to you, brotherpreneur, Liz. Well, Liz, first and foremost, thank you so much for your feedback. And I'm always encouraged by people who write to me and talk to me about how much they enjoy this format. Because to be honest with you, I am often concerned myself of whether or not I'm taking advantage of people's attention. You know, people who are drawn to my show because they see me as an industry leading expert in the field of podcasting. They come here for these podcasting nuggets. And when I start talking about how my day is going and all these (laughs) and and how busy my week has been and what I've been working on behind the scenes here to to do my business, I wonder how much of the folks who come here for podcasting are really interested in hearing that. But what I'm finding is that more and more people are coming out of the woodwork to uh, tell me, hey, Cliff, I really love the format of your show. I really love hearing your stories. I love hearing just your ideas. And, you know, I've had a number of people over the years tell me this and encourage me in this area. And it's one of the reasons why I made the decision a long time ago to go ahead and bring more of me to my podcast. Now, here's the interesting thing. For those of you who have been listening to this podcast feed for years, this this show used to be called Podcast Answer Man, Uh, but what you're getting here is just just a tad bit of what I used to do in a show called Pursuing a Balanced Life. There is over 600 episodes of that podcast. By the way, that show is no longer available anywhere online, so don't go looking for it. You won't find it. Well, actually, that's not true. You can go over to GSPN. Actually, I think you can just still go to pursuingabalancedlife.com and you can actually find it on the website, but the podcast feed is gone. Uh, There's a reason for that, and since I brought it up, I I guess I should tell you. The idea is that I plan on doing something interesting with all of those recorded episodes, and 
some of the things that I hope to do is to pull out nuggets of information that I shared in those episodes where I was out walking through the neighborhood or whatever, just randomly sharing thoughts about what's going on in my life as I'm building this business, turning it from a hobby into a full-time career. And I mean, literally the last 11 years of my life have been documented in an audio journal format in a podcast that used to be out there called Pursuing a Balanced Life. Again, you can go over to pursuingabalancedlife.com and check that out. Or if you go to gspn.tv slash start here, that would be a great place to start. That would that will doc- document the beginning of my fitness journey, which started on November 4th, let's see, November 14th, 2014, I believe. And I've been working out six days a week, minimum, every week uh, for the past two years now, going, you know, well over two years now. And my life is so much different as a result of that journey that I shared in those, in those episodes. So if you, again, if you want to check that out, gspn.tv slash start here. But anyway, I I have, I've been bringing more of me to my podcast and I'm blessed by the people who are sharing, hey, yeah, I love this, keep it up. And I love when, I mean, it, it just thrills my heart when she says, that's the favorite, that's my favorite part of your episodes with an exclamation mark. So yeah, if, if that's true for you guys, if, you've, if you're listening to me and you say, you know, I haven't written into Cliff and told him how much I really just tune in and I love to hear him talk about anything he wants to talk about. If that's you, would you let me know? Because every now and then, I do get one or two people, and I'm talking about one or two people a quarter. Uh, you never, never more frequent than that. But I do get some people who uh, will either leave me a one star review on this podcast in iTunes that talks, you know, that that talks about the fact that I don't talk about podcasting enough, or that I just talk about my life. It's all about me. And occasionally, I'll get an email from somebody that that gives me some negative feedback that. You know, the, I, I wish you'd just bring a little bit more content to the show. I, I really miss the old days when you just talked about podcasting and tech, not, you know, all the stuff related to podcasting week after week. And I hope that you bring some more of that back. I mean, again, maybe in all of 2016, I probably had it, maybe five or six people who said that. And, you know, those five or six people do, I mean, it, it's just crazy. The number of people... You could have 150 people reach out to you and, and give you an email just like Liz did. It says, I, this is my favorite part of your show. The fact that you share your ideas, that's not just limited to just the, let's stick to the facts, ma'am. You know, I, it, I love that you just are who you are. You bring your life into it. And I just, I feel so much more connected to you as a host. And, and it, it, I, I get, I can have 150 people give me this email, but it's just weird how, uh, you know, a handful of people, and literally, you can count them on one hand, the number of people who will say other, you know, something contrary to that, and how that can cause you to question what you're doing with your show. And so, j- just know this, your feedback is important to the people you listen to, and gosh, this is something I wish I was better at. This is something that I ask you guys to do. Hey, send me an email. Let me know if you enjoy what I'm doing here. And you notice I don't actually say, hey, if let me send me an email and, and if you don't like what I'm doing here, send me an email. No, no, I'm not going to ask you to do that. Uh, trust me, I, I, it, the, the five or six that I might get in an entire year is enough. 
Um, and and by the way, what is it? What is it about people that they feel like they have to go and complain? Why why not just unsubscribe? I don't understand that. I don't understand that. Why why do you have to go? I mean, it it's not it's it's a bit of work to pull up the the podcast app or the iTunes desktop app and to go in and 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 navigate to the to the actual podcast in the store uh, listing and then click on reviews then write a review just so you could write a negative one-star review about somebody's podcast. I mean, what what type of person does that? I mean, it's like, do you feel like this is your your purpose in the world so that you can save people? Actually, I did read, I had a podcast a long time ago called The Lost Podcast and I remember that the one of the person is like, you know, I, I, I'm doing, you know, I'm doing this because people must be saved from the medi- mediocrity of, or, or it's like I'm saving the world by trying to warn them to please read this review so that that you will not waste a second of your life by listening to this mindless n- dribble. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. That's one of my reviews in my lost podcast from years ago. But uh, anyway. I don't understand it. Going off on a whole different tangent, but I love this. I so Liz, thank you for your feedback. And it's interesting that this feedback from Liz came in just like two days ago. And this morning, as I was uh, preparing my breakfast, I noticed Paul Spain, a great friend of mine, posted this on Facebook. He says, after recording over 340 podcast episodes, I finally plucked up the courage to have a go at doing a solo one with just me and no guests to lean on. I talk about some recent things going on in my world and why I think we all need to be futurists. I hope you enjoy it. Paul Spain, I know that you're listening and here's the deal. I am a I am I consider Paul Spain to be a very good friend at this day th- these days. We don't talk as much as I would love to, but I got to meet Paul when he invited me to come out to New Zealand and speak at uh, pod, you know, uh, what, <laughs> podcast New Zealand or Asia Pacific podcast conference. And not only that, but he put me up in his in a home that he owned that he was running out, but it, it didn't have any uh, tenants at the time. He put me up in his home, gave me his car to, uh, for the ten days that I was there. Uh, spent an entire day driving me out to the Hobbiton movie set in Mata Mata and, and just opened up a world of opportunity for me to experience New Zealand for 10 days last year. And and I just really got to know Paul and, and really connected with him there. And so um, as a result of that, I, I wanted to check out some of Paul's podcasts. And I did listen to his podcast. But the thing is, is I'm already a diehard, devoted uh, This Week in Tech listener, Mac Break Weekly. And the number of shows that I, I listen to on a consistent, ongoing basis are pretty much already, you know, I... I I don't do a lot of change. I'm still listening to the same podcast today that I was listening to five years ago. And and actually, I still listen to the podcast today, same podcast today that I was listening to 10 years ago. The only additions today are are probably the Ray Edwards show I, I didn't probably listen to 10 years ago because I don't think he was doing the show back then. Um, and I didn't know Mark Mason as well as I do today. And so, um, but yeah, anyway. The, all of that to say this is, Paul, I, you know, I've checked out a couple episodes of your New Zealand Tech podcast and a couple other shows that you do, 
and I never subscribe to them, but it's not because your shows aren't great. They don't provide a lot of interest and interesting content. It's just that it's not necessarily the type of show that I would typically be looking to add to my list of regular listening. But here's the interesting thing. As soon as I read this this morning, I'm like, dude, I am totally instantly downloading episode number 317 of the New Zealand New Zealand Tech Podcast. I would love to hear some of the recent things going on in his world, and also I'd love to hear Paul solo talking about his thoughts on technology. And and here's the thing is I want to do that because I'm connected to Paul. I have a relationship with Paul. And so that's a I think that's an, an important thing. There some of this stuff only really works if there's a relationship that's established. So for example, with Liz, for example, you know, I'm sure that if there wasn't the the dangling um enticing fruit of podcast information, Liz would have never cared who the Cliff who Cliff Ravenscraft is, and she would have never cared about a show called The Cliff Ravenscraft Show. She wouldn't be all that interested in hearing what's going on in my life and hearing what I'm doing in my business and and all the ideas that Cliff Ravenscraft has. She came to know, like, and trust Cliff Ravenscraft, talking about himself in the third person right now. <laughs> but which, by the way. I used to do that as a joke a lot in some other podcasts I do, and I used to get negative one-star reviews for that as well. I'm probably due for a one-star review, so bring it on, people. I don't care. Um, I used to care a whole... Actually, that's not true. I do care. I do. They, it, every time you send me a one-star review, I shouldn't, I shouldn't tell you this because I'm just inviting them now, but every time you send me a, a, a little one a, a little part of my soul dies. All right, but that's okay because I got Jesus in my heart and he he resurrects it and and I'm over you over a very short period of time. So, <laughs> yeah, I just said all of that and I'm not editing it out because you know what? It's me and I'm simply injecting me into this conversation because that's what this is about. That's what I'm talking about here. So when I saw Paul, share this today, I'm like, gosh, I would love to hear an episode where Paul talks from his heart about what's going on. And so I got to hear, for example, I listened to the whole episode this morning, and I listened to him talk about the the way he made his decision on where he and his family would live. They just sold their home, one of their home that they had in Auckland. Um, they were renting for a while. I learned that they had this house that they were looking at, but they didn't have the right internet speed available, and that the high speed internet that he would need because of the wanting to be able to work from home and all the other stuff that they wanted to be able to do. Um, he he it, it wasn't going to be available for a certain period of time but then he's got this home that he's been renting out but they've decided that they're going to stay there and that it doesn't yet it has it has decent internet available there but the actual super ultra high speed internet that he's he's hoping for i happen to know that that's actually going to come for him in february of 2017 now who, who cares you know what i care Cliff Ravenscraft cares about where Paul Spain and his wife Selena live. I do care about their internet speed. Why? I don't know, but I just care because Paul cares. 
And and that for me is important. It it brings Paul down to a more human level of relate relatability. And you know what? I also love the fact that he talked about um he just brought up the idea of this Yi Home Wi-Fi camera. You know, what's funny is I was just listening to This Week in Tech or MacBreak Weekly. I can't remember which one. Or actually, it might have been uh, Leo Laporte's actual radio show, which is called The Tech Guy. He has a podcast about that uh, of that radio show. And I also subscribe to that because it helps me fall asleep. Leo Laporte helps me fall asleep at night many times. But anyway, I have these, uh, not the Nest Cam, it used to be Drop Cam, and I actually bought this Drop Cam Pro back when it was owned by, before Google bought them, and, and now it's the Nest Camera. But anyway, I have this, this Wi-Fi enabled camera for security reasons inside my studio. I can, uh, it records, I think, automatically for up to 24 hours or seven days, I can't remember, and if anything happens, I can download little clips here and there. I used to pay for the monthly subscription service, which uh, gave me unlimited recording, and I could download up to 30 days and all this other stuff. And I'm like, you know, I don't want that anymore. But um, he was talking about the fact that there's, Leo Laporte was talking about these Yi uh, Chinese manufactured cameras, which are pretty much the same exact camera, except for uh, it, it just doesn't have the big, huge name brand from Google or Nest Camera on it. And not only that, but there's no subscription service required. And instead of recording out to the internet, it actually records to a little SD card inside. And I'm thinking, and they're super, super cheap compared to the Nest Cam. I think Nest Cam, the Drop Cam Pro that I bought with the super 1080p or whatever. Actually, it might be 720. I don't know. Anyway, but I think it's like $199. But this Yi camera that he was talking about, and I looked it up online, it's only like $35, and they have some $40, $49 ones. And I'm thinking, wow, those that's pretty cool. And I, I, I was, I got, after listening to Leo, I was on Amazon, I was researching, I'm like, yeah, that's interesting. But then today, Paul mentions it in his podcast as something he's looked into recently, these Yi Home Wi-Fi cameras, probably inspired by Leo as well, I have no idea. But anyway, just... I love that he's thinking about the same thing I was thinking about and it reminds me and maybe I do want to go ahead and just buy one of those and check it out. Who knows? But then he was also talking about, you know, he's he's uh, currently doing a test drive of a, do, a different power company to his house. And, and of course, why would that interest me? Well, it, it is interesting to me because I use a lot of power here in our home. We have a bit, rather large home that my wife and I built. We, we consider ourselves to be living in our dream home. And it is the home that podcasting built, is what we call it. And um, anyway, we we have a very energy efficient home, but still, I love the idea of what Paul was talking about. The idea is that he he signed up with this new power company in New Zealand, and what they do is they put a smart meter on the home. Now, most of us have a a power meter on our home that on the outside it just tells us how much power our home is using like just you know how many kilowatt hours or i have no idea what it is but anyway the the idea is, is it just it's just telling us total number of, of 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 power used whereas with paul uh with this power company that he's test driving uh, he gets an app because um there's an app he can log into and it's and it basically is monitoring the time in which his power is being used. And this company will actually bill you 
uh, based upon the fluctuation in price. So there are there are certain times of day where power is less expensive. And so you, I guess the idea in my mind is what the way I was thinking about it. It'd be cool because if, if you knew that power was, I don't know, I, I have no idea what even the numbers are, but if it was 45 cents per such and such, uh, you know, per kilowatt hour, if it was, I, and I, I, that's probably ridiculously high, but again, it doesn't matter. But if it's, let's just say it's 45 cents per something at two, you know, from 10 o'clock in the morning until uh, four o'clock in the afternoon, but it's only 17 cents from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m., well, gosh, all of a sudden, if you knew that, wouldn't you actually start doing things like washing your laundry and and running the dryer during the evening instead of those peak hours? And anyway, it, it, it was pretty interesting. And, you know, it just just getting me to think about some of the future ideas and the technology that's going to be available and, and just I, I really enjoyed that. And then, of course, he just he I learned that Paul Spain put down a deposit on a Tesla Model 3. Uh, and and that he's thinking about autonomous driving uh, and traffic and all that stuff in the future and just other ideas that are going on in Paul's mind. It was absolutely fascinating to me, and I listened to the entire episode, and I was drawn in. And you know what? I The question is, is would that format get me to subscribe? Now, the thing is, is I, I still am very much limited on the number of hours that I can spend listening to podcast content every single week. But I can tell you that for me personally, I was drawn to that because I know Paul and getting to know what's going on in Paul's mind and also specifically what's going on in his life and and how it relates to technology. I love how he still kept it connected to the tech podcast that he has. It, it really added value to me. Now, I, it, I could tell you at the end of the show, he says, hey, I don't know how often I'll do this, I'll, you know, but... From time to time, he would do that. And and so here's what I could tell you is I, I would love to know, Paul, whenever you do one of those, if you would email me and say, hey, Cliff, I'm, I did another solo episode. Now, I know you're not going to do that, and I don't expect you to do that for me. But, man, I will tell you, if I ever see you post that, hey, I did another solo episode today, and and I, I'll, I'll listen to every single one of those. Or, well, I, I unless you – I don't know. but But I can tell you I was drawn in. I was drawn into that episode, and I loved it for all of those reasons. Now, I'm going to share with you an example. Mark Mason, again, this all happened today. Um, and so Mark Mason, I listened to his podcast today, uh, and actually I'm still listening to it. I haven't listened to the end. But I'm going to play the opening of this week's episode. Just totally out of the blue, This Mark Mason opens his late-night internet marketing podcast with this. Broadcasting late at night from a little studio in the big state of Texas, your host, Mark Mason. All right, all right. I hope everybody's having an absolutely fantastic day. I'm not sure whether or not I am. I'm telling you, I'm a fantastic day sort of guy. I mean, I kind of carry my own weather around with me. I think that's a really important idea that I learned from Zig Ziglar when I was 18 years old. And I take my attitude with me everywhere I go. And I'm a happy guy. And I'm having a happy day almost no matter what's happening. Now, there's some exceptions. You know, if there's something really bad going on or, you know, I'm not feeling great or whatever, that can affect my attitude. But generally, I'll try to power through that because 
your attitude has a lot to do with your altitude. That's another Zieglerism, right? So I've got this kind of mindset about this, but right now I'm just not so sure. And that's because I'm friends with Pat Flynn. Now you guys know this. And I was talking to Pat the other day and he was telling me all about how he's been getting up at four o'clock in the morning and getting all this work done. And I got all fired up and I decided I am going to record the podcast at four o'clock in the morning. Now you may be saying, wait a minute, Mark, it's late night internet marketing. How can you record the podcast at four o'clock in the morning? Wouldn't that be early morning internet marketing? And I don't know. I'm still trying to work that out. It feels awfully late to me. I'm looking outside the studio window and it's still dark. So I think this qualifies as late night internet marketing still, but I don't like it. Getting up at four o'clock in the morning, I normally get up at 530 in the morning. Okay. So I figured four o'clock in the morning, not a big deal. I'll just roll out of bed. Let me tell you something. I could barely work the coffee machine this morning at four o'clock in the morning. So Pat, I'm telling you, you're a crazy man. All right. Stop it. Stop influencing me. Stop getting in my head with these crazy ideas. <laughs> hey, so this week I've got some great stuff for you. I want to get right into it before I fall asleep right here on the mic. All right. So there you go. That was two and a half minutes almost of Mark Mason injecting more of Mark into the internet marketing podcast. Now, here's the thing. Mark has always been really good at bringing a lot of himself into his show. And and it was just that this opening, right after seeing Paul's uh, message here and, and listening to Paul's podcast episode, right after getting Liz's email, email conversation here, this this just stuck out to me. It was even more... Mark Mason, this is what's going on in my life right now than normal. Although, again, Mark is usually, he always includes a lot of himself into his content and still maintains that focus on what his show is. So I I am trying to always bring some of the podcasting stuff and, and maybe not every episode of my podcast is about podcasting and all the, the the podcasting nuggets, if you will, that people are looking for. But by the way, if if you're all ever looking for podcasting nuggets from Cliff Ravenscraft, of course there's the old, 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 old archives on the website, podcastanswerman.com. But certainly, at the very least, sign up for my newsletter, my po- weekly podcast development newsletter, where every single week I'm giving out the best tips, advice, strategies, tools, and techniques relating to podcasting, the best advice I've ever given over the past 10 years of helping thousands of people launch a podcast successfully, head over to podcastanswerman.com newsletter. You'll get an email every Friday with the best tips, tools, and podcasting nuggets. All right, so go over to podcastanswerman.com newsletter. Anyway, but yeah, um, yeah, just... If the the question is, should you be injecting more of you into your podcast? I think that it is an extremely valuable thing. Do you th- do I think you need to change the format of your show if you're a Paul Spain to a solo pro- uh, solo podcast? No, I don't think you have to change. I I think it's cool to I I definitely suggest everybody who has an interview based format show to give a solo episode a try every now and then. Don't have to change it all the time, but to try it out. But even if you don't change that feel free to open up the show 
uh, every now and then with a, a two and a half minute of this is why I sound so tired and groggy today because it's four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, Mark Mason. Love you, brother. All right. So anyway, uh, some other things that I just would share with you here just uh, as uh, going along with the thing of, of what's going on in my life. Prioritizing things. My friend Mark Mason texted me yesterday and says, hey, just want to let you know, I put my podcast episode out and I said, oh, that's great. Um, and, and of course, he, he goes, it's, it's your turn, you know, or it's your move is what he said. And I said, oh, that's cool. I said, but you know, I, I just, I just finished working out for 60 minutes here in the, in the, um, workout room that I have here at the house. And I just burned 1000 calories. That was my top priority for today. I said, I've got some other priorities that will, uh, that are on my plate that, that I have next. I, I have some things to do, and so I don't know if I'm going to get uh, the podcast out by 5 a.m. on Friday morning. It's not It's not necessarily my priority right now to do that. And so, for example, yesterday, I, I, I worked out. That was the f- number one priority. Later in the afternoon, I knew I had a one-on-one coaching call uh, with a uh, actually a mentoring call, if you will. And then at 4.45, I knew that I needed to stop working 15 minutes early yesterday so that I could go to school and meet the teachers of my uh, two oldest children. The the high school had a uh, meet the teacher night, so we had that. And then 6.30 p.m. last night, I knew that I was going to be going out to dinner with my whole family, uh, and we were going to meet my mom and dad because they took me out to uh, dinner for my birthday which, by the way, is today, January 20th. That's, you know, you may be wondering why there's all such a hoopla on January 20th every, you know, several years. Well, every couple of years, I think everybody just really gets excited about my birthday on January 20th. So, uh, yeah, I think there might be something else going on today. I'm not quite sure, but uh, anyway. But, yeah, so last night we went out to... So I knew that I had at 9 o'clock I wanted to have my workout finished. I knew at 2 o'clock I had the mentoring call. I knew that those things that I just told you about were priorities. Another thing that I knew I needed to do yesterday is I... I still produce my friend Dan Miller's podcast for him as far as just making sure that everything sounds good. I, I, I basically put it up on his website and schedule it to go out on Friday morning, and then I let his team take it over from there. But um, every week I still do that for Dan. I don't do that for anybody else. I do not offer that kind of service, but it is something I've been doing for my friend Dan for many years now. And so that was a priority. I knew I needed to follow up with my accountant to get my 1099 forms. So everybody that I paid more than $600 to last year or at least $600 to, I have to send them a 1099 form. And so I went and uh, did that. I got those forms from my accountant. I knew that I wanted to follow up on my iMac. I have a couple different iMac computers and one of them was in the at the Apple store for repair. And I knew that I needed to follow up with that because they told me they'd contact me within 48 hours and they hadn't contacted me yet. And well, the cool thing is, is I have a virtual assistant. My assistant, Andrea, has been with me for, gosh, I I don't even know how long now. I guess actually January 2012. I do know how long. Anyway, but Andrea, I I just sent off a note to Andrea. I said, Andrea, here's my repair number with Apple. Here's the phone number to the Apple store. Will you please call them and find out what's going on with my computer? And so that was a priority. And of course, she emailed me back and said, sure, Cliff, um, here's the information. They said it's available for you to pick up and it's going to be $389. Here's what they did. 
Uh, they're open uh, from, I think t- I think she said they're open from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. today and tomorrow. So she got me that information. I needed to follow up with her. The other thing was a priority. I needed to get my email for my mailing list, my newsletter update, because every Friday morning I, I send out that email newsletter. And so I definitely, that is a major priority for me. And in fact, it, getting that email out to my mailing list, that new, that's the podcasting nuggets. That's where the biggest you know, the the most focused podcast advice, tips, and information you can get from me is from my weekly podcast development newsletter if you're at podcastanswerman.com slash newsletter. Uh, but that that was a major priority. Now, by the way, yesterday I, I wrote up the newsletter and what was the newsletter? It's called The Fastest Way to Add New Subscribers to Your Podcast. Again, the fastest way to add new subscribers to your podcast. Now, if you guys signed up for my newsletter when it first came out, you got that email today. If you signed up the the second the week after I launched my newsletter, then you'll be getting that email next week. If you sign up for my newsletter today, if you go to podcastanswerman.com slash newsletter today, in 11 weeks, <laughs> you will get the fastest way to add new subscribers to your podcast. And here's the thing. Yesterday, I spent, uh, gosh, I spent probably about an hour and a half to two hours crafting the email that goes along with the short video. It, it's a little video clip for three minutes, and then I spent a I spent a long time. I, it's probably two hours that I spent putting that that piece of podcasting nugget together and I'm super excited about what I'm sharing there and the cool thing I love about it is that anybody who signs up for my mailing list they're eventually going to benefit from that every single person is going who's on my newsletter will eventually benefit from that piece of advice and I love that it's it's logically starting them from where I know where people are starting from whereas and and this is one of the benefits of having a mailing list my friends is that um that the you know I could say hey go back and start with episode one of my podcast. I don't want you to do that. In fact, somebody just recently asked me, said Cliff, I'm 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 relatively new to your show. I've been listening to you for the last eight weeks, and I would love to tell you, I would love to know what is the best way to really get caught up to date for somebody who's looking to start a podcast. And I said, well, first I would encourage you to maybe check out my learn how to podcast tutorial. Although I did tell him, I said, listen, it's a little out of date with as far as the the final video and stuff like that. But here's the thing, thousands, actually it's more in the tens of thousands of people who have actually used that tutorial to launch their podcast without any need of hiring me. The more technical people will be able to do that. And then I said, the next thing I would encourage you to do is maybe look at the the like gigantic list of topics in the sidebar of my website. And those topics, if you click on them, will take you to specific posts, mostly episodes of my podcast, where you'll hear content related to those topics. But I don't recommend anybody go back to the very first episode of this podcast and listen all the way through because, gosh, things have changed since, 2000, since December 2006, which is when this podcast started. And not only that, but there are some things I said last year. So even if you click on, well, for example, the very final video in the Learn How to Podcast tutorial over at learnhowtopodcast.com, that, that, the service that I show you how to set up a free podcast, that service was purchased, it was acquired by another company, and then shut down. 
So that's not even up to date. I, I it's on my to do list. It's not a high priority right now, but it's get it's it's slowly coming back up on the list. But and even there are things that I talked about last year in the podcast that aren't necessarily up to date. But my mailing list, what I love about the mailing list is that everything that's in this newsletter, if something becomes out of date, that is the one place where I'm definitely going to go in and rewrite or reconfigure or come up with a, you know, a replacement piece of information there. Or I could, if I need to, completely pull that post out of circulation. So yeah, the guys, email newsletters, do them. I, 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 as you guys know, I am a proponent of podcasts and podcasts are amazing. But trust me, there's still, with all of that that I'm saying, there, there's a ton of evergreen content that is of great value in the prior, what are we looking at? In the prior hundreds of episodes of this podcast. Um, but yeah, an email newsletter. Create one of those with your best content, best advice. Um, I, I am so excited about my newsletter. But anyway, going back to this priorities, there are so many different things. I spent, you know, that was my, you know, I, oh, I was answering all the questions from my podcasting A to Z students. That was actually the, at the very top of the list that wasn't scheduled. Um, but yeah, there was all these other things. And here, by the way, here are the things that didn't get done yesterday. Uh, recording this podcast. Email inbox zero. Oh my gosh, I am so far behind on emails. Here's the here's the thing. I am prioritizing email. The only emails that I'm responding to at this moment in time are ones of people who have purchased equipment. Uh, and usually my my assistant Andrea, she handles all of that. But if anybody emails me about their equipment order, I make sure that that instantly gets a response. If somebody has purchased a digital tutorial from me and has some kind of question related to their purchase, I instantly re- uh, ans- respond to that. Here's the thing. And and if anybody, if any of my students are contacting me via the course, of course, their their stuff is above everything right now for four weeks because my my students get my top priority attention uh, during the four weeks of podcasting A to Z. But um, as far as all the other emails that are in there, they're just sitting there. They're piling up. <laughs> it's a little overwhelming. But you know what? I used to used to put my email inbox as a priority and I would not do some other things. Like for example, I'd, I'd spend all my day working on answering emails and yeah, it's a ton of relationship building and it, and it does a lot of things. I'm helping adding value to a lot of people which ultimately comes back in the end and all these other things. But gosh, if I would have spent time with my email inbox yesterday, I would not have gotten the newsletter out on time or I would have been up at four o'clock in the morning still you know, writing the newsletter, and I, yeah, so I, my email inbox, I don't, I don't suspect I'll be at email inbox zero for probably, well, probably not until the week after I get finished with this session of A to Z, quite honestly, so if you've written me an email, and it's not some dire, urgent, business-related thing to a purchase you just made, just know that it could take a little longer to get an email from me, I am still committed to answering everyone's email, though, so, and I still do that. I wonder how long I'll be able to do it. I don't know. But anyway, I, I didn't get around to picking up the iMac yesterday. I didn't even think that I would. I didn't get around to reading uh, as much as I would want to. I actually didn't read at all yesterday. 
Um, and I did not work on my A to Z marketing strategy for A to Z 29, which starts on February 20th. So those are the things that I didn't get done yesterday. So then today, I'm like, okay, what are, I? every day I start out with a brand new list of what are my priorities. And priority number one this morning, 7.30 a.m., workout. All right, so I did. 45 minutes, I burned 600 calories, all good. All right, and the other thing that I have scheduled, at two o'clock this afternoon, I have an A to Z group coaching call. So that is definitely gonna happen today. Then, um, those are the scheduled commitments, and then the most important thing was A to Z inbox zero. That means that I'm answer, I'm up to date and current and have answered every question that has come in from every student of podcasting A to Z. And so that was my priority after working out this morning, my scheduled priority of working out. So after I had finished breakfast and took a shower, got dressed, came down here, I answered all of the A to Z questions that had come in, and then I said, okay, now, Completely shut off all distractions. Shut. I, I have no social media to distract me. Um, I'm not even seeing my email inbox and none of that stuff. After I finished answering A to Z questions, TCRS, the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, this podcast recording is the next priority. And and so that's, and, and I knew that that's how it had to be. And just so you know, if you're interested, um, after this, my next thing, I'm going to confirm that Peter Fraser, I, it's either Fraser or Fraser, but I'm going to confirm that his emails are getting delivered to him now from my email newsletter. He happens to be one of my email newsletter subscribers who said, Cliff, I'm thinking about your A to Z course, and I am um, also... Uh, interested in your newsletter. I signed up for it, but I'm not getting your emails. And I noticed, uh, I went into his account and I noticed that it says that his first email bounced and his second email that we tried uh, actually failed to deliver. And I been working with my uh, ConvertKit support team and they said, hey, we'll we'll remove all those things, try to reset those emails and, and everything. So we're trying to figure out why his email uh, email service provider, his email client, is not accepting my emails. But uh, I, I, I've got that to follow up on today. Uh, and then I, after that, I have email inbox zero. <laughs> it ain't happening. I don't. Even, but actually, that shouldn't even be a priority there. And instead, right below that, process and mail all the 1099s. I got the 1099s from my accountant yesterday. So today, I'm going to sign those and send those off to the people that, that I need to send them to. I'm also going to renew my P.O. box. I have a P.O. box for stuff to come and be delivered just in case I want to. Uh, actually, it's mostly for uh, all the Internet domains that I have. I don't want to pay per domain to have privacy where my home address is not um, put out there in the public uh, on all my domains. So I actually put a P.O. box on my domains. And, uh, and and anytime somebody that I don't know asks for my email or my mailing address, I give them the PO box. So I need to remove. I need to renew that. Um, and then I've got A to Z marketing strategy. Probably not going to happen today. Uh, that's probably going to get put off until tomorrow. And then pick up my iMac. I am going to do that today. And uh, I've got down that I want to do some reading and I want to enter some things into my. Uh, uh, gratitude journal. And also, I have a little thing down here that I want to add Liz Fulcher uh, to my A to Z personal follow-up. Now, Liz, in her email previously, she says, hey, Cliff, I, I'm i I'm interested in your podcast uh, or your podcasting course. I've done plenty. I've been podcasting for a year and a half, but so I'm no newbie, but I have a lot to learn. And 
and so I'm going to be personally following up with Liz about that, and I made a note to myself to add her to the follow-up. So those are the kinds of things that I got going on, and that's how I make a decision of what I'm doing and what I'm not doing is I... I, I make a list every day of the things that I'd like to accomplish, the things that are scheduled, and then I always do what is the next highest priority item. So at the end of the day, the goal isn't at the end of the day to mark off everything on my list. The goal at the end of the day is to ask myself is, did I do the most important things today? All right, so that's what it's all about. All right. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's pretty much everything. I, I, I haven't been re I've said it a couple times here. I have not been reading as much as I want to. This is the year of growth and contribution. Um, there are a couple different books that I'm currently reading. I think I've mentioned those previously. I'm not going to go into all of that, but one of them is this book called out or actually, no, this one is actually from Victor E. Frankel, who wrote the book, uh, man's search for meaning. And there was, I I didn't get too far into the book, but I, I was listening to the audio version of it, and then I'm like, okay, I I need to go into the Kindle version of this thing and highlight this one, and I definitely want to share this quote. This is from Victor E. Frankel. He says, "Don't aim at success. The more you aim at it and make it a target, the more you are going to miss it. For success, like happiness, cannot be pursued. It must ensue." And it only does so as an unintended side effect of one's dedication to a cause greater than oneself or as the byproduct of one's surrender to a person other than oneself. Happiness must happen, and the same holds for success. You have to let it happen by not caring about it. I want you to listen to what your conscious commands you to do and to go on to carry it out to the best of your knowledge. Then you will live to see that in the long run, in the long run, I say, success will follow you precisely because you had forgotten to think of it. I love that. So I'm just going to end with that quote to give you something to think on. Guys, thank you so much for taking a listen to this podcast. If you have been thinking about creating your own podcast or you want to take your existing podcasting efforts to the next level, my next session of podcasting A to Z starts February 20th. Registration is now open at podcastinga2z.com. This is your opportunity to have me as your personal coach for four weeks where you are my number one priority above all those other things that I just wrote about, except for my health and fitness. I will always work out, but I do that before 10 a.m. So anyway, where you are my number one priority in my business for four weeks, that's podcasting A to Z. I want to help serve you any way I can. And if you have any question as to what that looks like, all you need to do is go to podcastingatoz.com. Currently, there are over 60 testimonials on that page. I encourage you to just pick three, four, or five testimonials, read them, and you'll get an idea of how much of my time, effort, and energy that you will get during a four-week period of time. Also, if you're not on the newsletter yet, I'm reminding you here one more time at the end, podcastanswerman.com slash newsletter, podcastanswerman.com slash newsletter. Until next time, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level. Some man.